Hi, this is John Barnes, and you're listening to Cop On. Yes! Yes! The final whistle. Well, not even the final whistle. The final whistle went ages ago, but let's say Kepper's ballooned his penalty <laughs> over the bar just a matter of minutes ago, um, sending us all crazy. I, I ran into the kitchen. I ripped my shirt off. I was swirling it over my head. I almost broke a light. I almost blinded <laughs> my poor girlfriend, Stephanie. I'm sorry about that, Stephanie. Uh, but it was absolutely the most stressful game of my entire life. I spent all of yeah. extra time with dumbbells that I bought at the, at the local, um, you know, get fit store. And I was just lifting them up and down trying to just get some of that stress out i'm delighted to be joined by alan and by the irish red 11 nigel nigel you're it's your first time welcome to cop on thank what you very much to make your debut how how <sighs> the devil are you uh well uh stressed that'd be the best way to put it i suppose stressed <laughs> um but happily we've won a cup and um as i tweet as i tweeted earlier on i wouldn't have been here if we didn't win that what would you have done actually what would you have done you would have crawled into a corner and wept probably yeah that sounds about right <laughs> excellent sounds stuff good. and alan's here as well alan what what joy i mean did, did you think that the carabao cup the koala league could bring you so much joy oh yeah it's great oh my god just uh as i've seen to you there just before we started i I think I had three heart attacks and two strokes during that game because uh, I got sucked into that game so much. I'm normally able to Absolutely. sit back and uh, and, yeah. and just watch watch a game, you know. But I just got sucked in. Wow! I heard what a, little. What a... I, heard, I heard little and Aldi are selling new arses on Thursday. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be first in. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh man, I Quivine Kelleher. I was, I mean, I, Stephanie, bless her, she doesn't like football very much, but but she 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 watched the penalties to sort of, you know, just to see, I just to see what was wrong with me. I think, you know, just so she was watching these penalties, and we were both going, why don't you move? Why don't? Why didn't he? He's on the line, Kelleher, and bless him, he's so so uh, honest. Because he was standing there like a keeper should, uh, you know, according to the rules. And then there's Kepper who's trying to dance, trying to put people off, trying to stare people down. And I'm so delighted because I would have been far less honest. Um, at, you know, I don't know, Nigel, what do you think about Quivine? The way he stepped up. I mean, he used to play for Ringman Rovers as a striker. Yes. Um, yeah, he's, he's come a long way. You know what I mean? He's, he's taken ch his chance with both hands. He's he's come a really really long way. Klopp, after the way he played in the in the early rounds, Klopp trusted him, and the trust has paid off. Simple as that. Absolutely, absolutely. And Alan, he's from he's from uh, round your parts. Um, you know, I mean, can you? I don't know. It must be must be great having a local lad suddenly being the hero. Well, yes, yeah, fantastic. It's it's great for. He's from Cork, not too far away from me, but. Um... It's great for us Irish fans to have an Irish player in the team because all the great Liverpool teams over the years had had great Irish players in them, and uh, we were missing that. But what a player! Like he, to me, I, I don't feel we're weaker when he's in goals. Yeah. Ali's the number one, but probably the best goalie in the world. But when but when Cueving comes in, I've no fears. Yeah, you know, I, I, right. there's not a big drop. Agree. Fully agree with that. I think yeah. he gets. I think he's. I think he's about fifteen Premier League teams' number one goalkeeper. Easily, yeah, yeah easily. Totally. Yeah. That easily. save. That save from Lukaku. We got to mention it because, of course, Brilliant. you know, yeah. I don't know what commentary you were watching. I was flipping between streams. I'm going to be honest, and uh, I ended up with German commentary in the end, which is a million times better than those numpties, Tyler and Neville. And they were saying, "Well, yeah, you know, I think Lukaku maybe didn't." quite connect to that he connected with that it was one of the best saves I've ever seen in any cup yeah. final right totally. at the last minute it was totally brilliant but you know the amount of times my heart just leapt out of my uh, out of my chest um when uh, you know Mason Mount you know two missed chances um and Chelsea I mean they, they've got a habit of bottling 
um, finals, you know, surprisingly. You, you, you'd be surprised when you look at their record. I remember when uh, they played Mason Mount, actually, before the FA Cup final that Arsenal won. He was saying um, how, you know, they'd lost the year before to someone bad. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was City uh, or Watford. I don't know who they lost to. But anyway, he said he didn't want that feeling again. And lo and behold, they lost that match. They lost that match. And Mason Mount missed missed another Cities, missed another couple today. Um, But there were times when you thought we'd lost it, obviously. But were there times you thought where we'd won it and and we could have done better, Alan? What do you... you Yeah, I thought, well... (laughs) Like after five minutes, I think Keller had to make a good save from Pulich. Superb save, superb save. save. Like you know, uh, and then after that, they they controlled. They seemed to control the first yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah, and then, definitely. And, uh, yeah, and then we took back. We kind of took back over, and you know, I was fairly confident. But um, we started we started getting Diaz on the ball after about twenty minutes, and he was our best outfield player on the day. Absolutely, yeah, and he he was a big loss when when he went off to. Yeah, but, we died. But, but, but I think uh, halfway through the second half, maybe just uh, near the end, we we lost midfield. Yeah, uh, you know they were they were just controlling midfield, and we were hanging on like that. God, they could have been five nil up, like but, uh, all of extra time, all of extra yeah, time, all of extra we time. They controlled on. it. Yeah. Grim dead. Yeah. But yeah. but but we were Liverpool. You never you never give up. You never yeah. You're never it. out of the game. You know you know you're in the it, game. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I think even if they'd scored, we would have pushed on a bit maybe, but. Thankfully, we didn't have to find out that way. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they ended up. Christian Pulisic had 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 two shots. Mason Mount had four. Um, Golokante had one. Kovacic had one. Alonso had one. Aspi Lequeta had one. Uh, Lukaku had that one just at the end that was brilliantly, brilliantly saved. And then from a Liverpool point of view, um, Trent had a shot. Virgil had three efforts at goal, including one that was brilliantly saved by Mendy. You've got to yeah. give him credit. They should have kept him on. Oh, <laughs> ridic- ridiculous yeah. decision. What were they doing? Ridic- ridiculous decision. That was crazy. Honestly, it could not have gone worse. You cannot let in 11 penalties, including from the goalkeeper, and then sky yours to give it. And I heard something because I. Go on. No, no, I just. If if they brought on Kepa just to do Mm -hmm. that kind of rubbish he was doing, coming out and standing on the penalty spot in in front of every penalty taker, what's the point? (laughs) You know, if that's all he has. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? To brought him on to be a tug. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what it looked like. Yeah, but, but, but the thing is, with this German stream that I was watching, they um, uh, they didn't speak. God, please take lessons, Tyler and Neville. They didn't speak when when Thomas Tuchel was given his sort of you know around the circle. He was given his team talk, right? And you could yeah. hear exactly what he was saying. And he was saying. Um, almost word for word, as much as my brain can allow. He was saying, right, when you take the penalty, take a deep breath, take your time, put it where you want to take it with conviction, and Kepper will do the rest. That's what he said. And he did. Kepper did do the rest. He ballooned it over the bar. And we're the champions for the ninth time. Absolutely marvellous. So Mohamed Salah managed five shots despite being uh, you know triple marked throughout the game uh, Sadio yeah. Mane managed two including one that was really the save of the match which was unbelievable unbelievable well, for, for me for me Mendy uh-huh. was man of the match in the in the, in the yes. 120 minutes I thought Mendy you could say that yeah. why not yeah, Lewis, I, I, yes, I absolutely, absolutely thought he was absolutely Jota thought he was marked. he was yeah uh-huh yeah, no, I mean you're absolutely right. He was brilliant, and he deserved to stay on because he's even—is he even taller than Kepa? He seems a bit taller Crazy. and a bit Crazy. More, a... more imposing, you know, like just a better goalkeeper though. A million yeah, but, times better. But, but what you, your keeper's playing? Your keeper's played 120 minutes. He's had some fantastic saves. He's done nothing wrong, and you take him off for another keeper. It makes no sense. It, it just make makes sense. no sense. Exactly. Oh, and Jesse's in the chat as well. Hello, Jesse. Really nice to see you. Jesse says Kepa's performance was calmer for when he refused to come off in the final against yeah. City. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how calm. I, I, just, I just think, but, uh, yeah. Go on. I just think it's a big difference between our manager trusting our young reserve goalkeeper from previous rounds because he helped get us where he was, where we were, and mm. them bringing on. A guy to shots to save penalties, and then our goal, our young goalkeeper goes and scores the winner. 
You're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And, and you know, it's a triumph of that. It's a triumph of sticking with your boys. It's a triumph of honesty, as I said before, over shithousing. Yeah, trust. Absolutely trust. wonderful. And how does how does the goal, how does the referee let him for 11 penalties come yeah. out to the ball and 11 times the ref come, spoke to him about going back? Yeah. Like, yeah. Which after, the, yeah. after the second did, time, the ref should have yeah. yellow carded him and that was it. Like, yeah. How did the referee give some of the decisions he did? Uh, he gave and didn't give? What about the rugby mm-hmm. tackle on Andy, Andy Rabo? He took the words oh, out of my so mouth, many. yeah. There yeah. was so many. It was ridiculous. He, yeah, t- it was... He, bought, he had both arms around his hips yeah. and pushed, yeah. pushed them over tackle. the sideline. Yeah. 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 But he was bad for both sides he, as well. I wonder if he eligible for the rugby next week. Sorry, Nigel? I wonder if he eligible for the rugby next week. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a good tackle. It was, it was a great tackle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a good tackle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so there you go. Um, uh, Naby Keita coming in. We've got to say a word for, for poor Tiago. I mean, you know, it started with tears, ended with joy. Oh, but, I mean, what a what a mad situation just before kick-up, kick-off in the warm-up to get injured. You, you, I mean, all you know, your heart goes out. Your heart goes out. And, and at the end of the game there, he was crying. He was crying at the end of the game. At the end as well, uh, I yeah. See that. Okay. The, fan, the fans were singing "You'll Never Walk Alone," and he was walking around with the players, and the tears were flowing out of his eyes. Mm. Yeah, it was nice to see because he, oh, he obviously yeah. felt the emotion. You know, felt so sorry yeah. for him when you see him yeah, on the bench there yeah. at the start. He was—he was—he's a great player. Like he really is, oh, and he's bought fantastic. in. He's bought in. He's bought into the philosophy of the club, same as everybody else. And it's just—it's yes. great to watch. Yeah, totally. It's, yeah, I mean, go on. Yeah. No, it's just the same as the rest of us. It's it's like we might be kind of removed from the players and stuff like that, but the players know what the situation is philosophy-wise between fans and club and players. It's a simple. Yeah. Y N Y N W A is not a song; it's a philosophy. So yeah, yeah, and you can't buy that. It's Absolutely. not fake. It's it's no. not like some. I, I do often hear some other stadiums, particularly in Italy or places where they have someone on a microphone cheering up the fans. Like, and I think, oh, yeah. terrible. That's oh, man, terrible. I went to the PSG terrible. match last night. I went to PSG Saint Etienne just up the road, and I was thinking exactly that because you know they had this piped music and they had yeah. these sort of you know firework things and like boom, 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 boom as yeah. the players came out. And it's like, well, this yeah. is not. There's no soul here. You know, no. it's not like a, yeah. it's not like uh, you know going to Anfield, but there's really it's yeah. really like a religious experience yeah. isn't it um I mean, jesse's I mean, asking what yeah. what happened to to tiago i don't actually know do you know what happened to him no. during the warm-up so no no quite barely sure. caught him. Yeah. no yeah okay. barely no caught him on the bench okay. and it was awful um yeah. just just say i said to my dad we were watching the game before it kicked off and you know this thing that all these stadiums seem to be doing now is this um this lights flashing on and off and kind of yes. create an atmosphere oh, a lot a lot of yeah. rubbish no. and did you see the, the just on that subject did you see the flags? The difference between the flags between our our flags with our big homemade banners and and, and all this right. and, 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 and yeah. they're they're down the other end with their little plastic flags on sticks. Oh, they yeah. oh they stole them from Stamford Bridge, did they? They <laughs> yeah. sort of brought their know. little flags they, probably, that they get they provided. With. On, okay, they probably left them out in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> they brought the skip from from Stamford Bridge over. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, they, they can take it back now. Not in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but no, that's. Uh, um, I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you can't buy. You can't buy what we have. Um, ninth time now, uh, League Cup champions. Um, I'm going to get on to talk about you know we'll, we'll go through we'll go through the team i i, I did prepare some kind of pr- player ratings we're going to go through the defense right okay so the defense obviously kelleher we've already spoken about him um do you have any more to say because i could go on about him do you have more to say about kelleher and just no. how delighted can, you are what else can be said our man of the match simple as that man of the match yeah absolutely man of the our match. man of the match for the for the winning um for the winning penalty as well, I I still can't yeah, believe yeah, how he absolutely. did it. Yeah, he was so <laughs> calm taking the penalty too. Is is good. You know, you know, we we know he's calm when he's in goals, but to stand yeah. up there and take a penalty as a goalkeeper, he was as yeah. calm as hell. He's just yeah. I, I believe I believe right. This is something for all penalty takers out there. Now you can Google this because it might be my memory playing tricks on me, but I do believe that Stephen Hawking. 
the late esteemed professor Stephen Hawking was involved in a worldwide study of penalties in football. I, I promise this is something that I haven't made up. And apparently the best place to put any penalty, the one that has the most chance of success, is high and to, slightly to one side uh, of the goalkeeper. And I don't know if Quivine is a big Dr. Hawking fan, but he put his penalty in the perfect mathematical place. And then he didn't even celebrate either. He was just sort of like walked, walked around Kepper. Yeah, you know, if Kepper had done that, he would have like, you know, growled at someone. He would have, you know, been a, been a bit of a wrestling, you know, a, a wrestling freak kind of yeah. thing. But, yeah, but, uh, but uh, in, no, in, fair, in fairness to Kepper, he did the same thing. He put it high. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but again, going back to rugby, maybe they maybe they need someone to take oh, the yeah. conversions. Um, yeah, wonderful. But they go through the defence. Trent Alexander Arnold's sixty-seven point two percent pass accuracy for Trent today. Um, what did you make of his performance, Alan? Oh, Trent hasn't played well in a few games now. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't know what I don't know what it is. There's just something not right with him. Um, it wasn't awful, it wasn't terrible, but but you know, he did let a player get behind him once or twice there and stuff. Yeah. But um, again, it's well, such a high standard that that when he plays off, he looks he looks off, but he's just wasn't hasn't been himself yeah. for two or three games. Don't know why. From previous, from pre I heard from previous kind of games at Wembley and stuff like that, that the pitch is very sapping on the legs and it wears you out a lot. You see a few people going down with cramp, whether they had or not, I'm not sure, but um. It's supposed to be very sapping, a very sapping surface, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it was that a bit could annoying. Have, yeah, that could well have played into it. I mean, he had 104 maybe. touches in, in the game. He did manage six key passes, which is really good. I mean, his passing yeah, accuracy great was ball. down. Great ball to Manny uh, in the first half. Yeah, exactly. I was Super just say, yeah. yeah that, I mean, Manny would, was, you know, was kicking himself a bit because that, that could have been a... That could have been one nil to Liverpool. Um, there you go. Uh, Jesse's in the chat again. He says Kepper's penalty was taken like he was kicking an American football field goal. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, what do you what do you get for that one point? I don't know. It's definitely one point for Kepper. Um, one but, point, uh, no cops. <laughs> no, yeah, brilliant. But okay, what about um, Jean Matip? Um, you know, he had he, his passing accuracy was very low for a central defender. He normally posts around 90% passing accuracy. Today was 79.6%. And they, fa they found it hard, didn't they? Because Chelsea were, you know, ha hassling him and, you know, him and Trent, you know, not giving them space to, to play. And I thought, Matt, it, he wasn't. It, didn't exactly panic, but he almost gave the ball away once in the second half, he, and he gave the ball away much more than than normal. Yeah, go on. Alan. He, he he did once or twice, okay, but I always feel yeah. sorry for Matip because because he, he takes risks, he he takes the ball and he runs with players like, and he might give a bad pass. Um, he does give one or two bad passes or, or that some games, but straight away and he and he podcasts I listen to or. Twitter groups or whatever, straight away people are on, oh, Matip's terrible, Matip's terrible. Yeah. I, I don't agree with it. I think he's a fantastic no, player. No, he's a wonderful and, player. And I think he's played, we missed him. Yeah. We, we missed him when he went off. Yeah. He's played more games this season than he's ever played before in a season. Mm. That's true. Um, he's already. Been, he's, yeah. been, he's been really good. Um, not his best game today, but not his worst game. He's had a couple of dodgy enough games, but he was he was good today, I thought. Yeah, I thought yeah, he, was, he, was, he was. He was. He was like, decent. Did nothing. Yeah, like Owen said, the, the, the Chelsea were playing, playing against him, playing, yeah. keeping him and and Trent, you know, to target them like so. Yeah, that's why yeah. instead rather rather than targeting Virgil. Yeah, because Virgil is Virgil. Like you, you, yeah, you exactly. target Virgil, you're at nothing. You target maybe someone beside Absolutely. him, you have a better chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So some defensive statistics then, um, you know, Trent had two tackles, three interceptions and four clearances. Matip had two tackles, one interception and two clearances. Virgil had one tackle, no interceptions and six clearances. Um, he actually had to make a tackle, which he doesn't like, always makes him angry. And Andy Robertson had no tackles, no interceptions and two clearances. But big Virgil, yeah. I mean, we needed him at times today. We needed him. He was in the right place at the right time. He was calm. He was calming things down, calming things 
down on the ball and um you know i thought he he was he he was tremendous he was absolutely terrific yeah. what yeah. what did you think well, nigel end of the game you see who had the man of the match trophy simple as that it shocked me a bit, to be perfectly honest. Was it, yes, was it Virgil? Virgil. Virgil. Okay, right, okay. <laughs> Virgil. Okay, I think I was making my tea. <laughs> yeah, it was, he was just Virgil, simple, you know. The Virgil of old? You, 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 don't, you, you don't need you, to say any more, just Virgil. Yeah, exactly, That's it's just it. Virgil. It's vintage it. Virgil performance. Yeah. It was terrific. I mean, who scored? Gave him 8.07, which is a, an incredible rating. Yeah. They gave Trent 8.34, which is which is a, a, interesting. Uh, Andy Robertson only got 7.10, but I thought he was really good, uh, Robertson, because he yeah, was I up against Robert you know, a big... Big challenge of Reese James coming off the bench. Aspi Liquetta, who always plays well in finals, um, says Aspi Liquetta. And uh, you know, it's uh, it was it was terrific. We've got some more comments coming in. Thanks, Gary. He says Kepper is a mug. Excellent. I like it. Um, and uh, you know, you always hear it from everyone when Matip is injured. Uh, says Jesse uh, that he is injury prone, but he never gets praise when he stays healthy, and that's a really yeah. good point. We need to give I him agree. praise yeah. for staying. He's, he's he's getting it now. He's getting it now, and yeah, he's, he's a terrific player, wonderful player. Yeah, but yeah Andy powerful. Robertson, Andy Robertson, Nigel. What do you? I mean, you, you you were impressed. I was. I looked. Rubble gives you. You know what you're getting with Rubble. He'll go up and down that line all day. He's like he's he's robotic. He, I mean, it's just. And he put in a gr- the odd great ball here and there, but he had a, he like you said today he had a, he had Reese James coming down on him all the time, and then he had maybe kind of um, Havertz or whoever else was up there coming across to him. The whole defense did, but he's just when they move across, you've got to pick them up. Now, I I will say that one that barely went past the post, or the one that was the one that Keller saved. The one early when Keller saved, when your man put the ball into the, into our channel between yes, Virgil and Robbo. Yes. yes, yes, he mm-hmm. got badly caught for that. Yes, he got badly caught for that one. But most of the game, he was solid and no problem. No problem. Yeah, because it's very game. hard, isn't it? Pulisic, it was who was who was yeah. there. Pulisic, Pulisic, um, who was there? Who who missed that chance? And uh, yeah, that but that you know, it's so difficult because he, he you know at times he had three players to look after, and he yeah. did he did so well. Um, yeah. What did you make of him, Alan and Andy Robertson? Oh yeah, uh, he, we always know what we get for Andy. He was he was mm. very good. He, like you said, he was under so much pressure. He didn't get many balls across in today, really, but. Up and up and down that line, doing what he what he always does. Fantastic player. He is a wonderful player. I'm moving into the midfield, staying with you, um, Alan. Yeah, we're going to, you know, the first first one to talk about, I think, is uh, Nabi Nabi Lab because you know drafted in with two minutes n- notice. Um, yeah. I thought at times he went a little bit missing, but you know he he only had forty touches in in the match, um, mind you. Jordan Henderson only had 39 touches. I thought both of them were at times a little bit ineffective, but but I thought Cater was, you know, he, he did pretty well. I mean, in, in the circumstances, his passing accuracy was 78.8%. Um, he, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he had one shot. It was on target. He, I mean, he's no Tiago, of course, because no one is, but he's, um, I thought he did all right. Uh, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, he did. He did. He did good enough. I thought. Um, um, we struggled in midfield all day, but I thought he did everything. He, he worked hard. He, yeah. he he was a threat going forward. Um, and if, like I always think, he's a lot better player than he's given credit for as well. Sometimes, but um, he did nothing wrong. He did. He did okay. No. Yeah, and did yeah. nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, go on, Nigel. Yeah, what do you what do you make? There was a, there was a very large Tiago shaped hole in our midfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he went in there on a hiding to nothing. Did okay, him and Henderson. Thing missed the presence of Tiago. Yeah. Um, both did well. Nothing wrong. No complaints. 
Yeah, I mean, Henderson, though, I don't know. I thought this game, I was a bit disappointed with him. He was 78 minutes on the pitch and only a 70% passing accuracy. Um, played a bit safe. You could see him leading the team very well, as, as you would expect from him. But I just thought with the ball, he could have been a bit, you know, could have done a bit better. Could have, you know, maybe played a few more progressive passes. That's really his strong, this big strength of his game. Uh, but he was he was very safe today. But I suppose it was a final, and you, it's good yeah. to be safe in a final. But uh, I wanted a little bit more, Nigel, didn't you, from Jordan? Well, um, I, I, look, it's like it's like the Champions League final a, f- a few years ago. Um, it's you're nearly afraid to do to make mistakes, and it kind of pulls you into your shell maybe a little. Um, slight, slightly. Maybe that, but like I said, missing Thiago and having someone alongside you when you weren't expecting someone alongside you, having Naby, um, and, and the way Chelsea play, it's stifle, it's it's squeeze you like a ball constrictor. They stop your space, trying to stop your playing, squeeze you. That's that's what I think. They did all right. They didn't really do anything wrong. Didn't give the ball away, um, like. The referee could have booked six or seven Chelsea players in the first half for some of those fouls. There was a did he book Naby for that? Did he book Naby for one in the first? No, he didn't. He didn't book him. Right? Okay, I thought he was going to book him. Kerry Neville and and Martin Tyler were going on about it for the rest of the game. Oh, what a shot! Oh God. Those douchebags. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, okay. Well, no, ooh, we won't sully this podcast with their names anymore. But uh, no, okay. But because the, the other midfielder who I thought was brilliant was Fabinho. 92.7% passing accuracy. Yeah. That's, one, that's what you want your anchor to do, isn't it? It's what you want your, you know, the guy who directs so much play from the back, Fabinho. I thought he was, he was superb. 80 touches, yeah. so double what Cater uh, had and Henderson had. Um, and, you know, he won one header. He had one key pass, even had an attempt at goal. Um, Fabinho was everywhere. He was like that monster from Stranger Things. Uh, he always reminds me of that when he's on, you know, this big sort of tentacled monster that's everywhere yeah. in midfield. And he was and he was stopping them left, right and centre. He was brilliant, yes. Alan. Fabinho. Oh, absolutely. What a player. What a player he is. I think in his worst game, he's probably still the best player on the pitch. He's just unbelievable. I don't don't know how he does it. Obviously, I wish I could do half, a quarter of what he can do. But he just, he gets his legs in, he can pass, he can go forward, he can header, tackles, he holds the ball. There isn't anything he can't do. You know, like we we, we all have certain midfielders that we know can do certain things but he can do anything he can, I just love him I just love him yeah, he, he's, yeah. he's the rock to, that does yeah. hold the midfield together yeah. and, and, the, and he helps the back forward because they, they're they're so much more confident with him there as well he, he's just fantastic when when it's mentioned people mention it all the time I heard I think it was Neville said it today Ratboy I think Ratboy said it on <laughs> after the after the, the game when when they were going to get the medals, actually, they were going across getting the medals after getting the cup. And he said that uh, Virgil van Dijk is the big signing for Liverpool. Well, yeah, he may be. But we have Alisson, we have Virgil van Dijk, and we have Fab. Mm-hmm. Fab is equally, if not, he is such an important cog in that team. Yeah, I agree, yeah. And we, we, lo- we lost the Champions League final against Real Madrid. The next day, we signed Fabinho. Yeah. And yeah. he has become... Absolutely indispensable and irreplaceable. He is the best yeah. player in his position in the world, without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely, and uh, it's his intelligence I love. You know, uh, like the mm. way that there was a moment at, at the end where some players, even our players, they they they, they can overcomplicate things at the wrong time uh, at yeah. the back. Um, you know, you just need to you just need to make one mistake at the back, and it's a goal. It's a very it's a very tough place to be on a football pitch, but there was this moment at the end where it was just the right thing to do was just welly it. You know, everyone yeah. was, it was going to be the end of the game and Fabinho 
wellied it, not into touch as far as he could down the pitch. And at that time, that's exactly what was needed. And he does that. He knows when to pass it backwards. He knows when to try something, um, you know, unusual, which is very, very, very rarely as it should be if you're a number six. And he's just, it's his intelligence. It's the way that he understands everything. Always the decision-making is just perfect from him um let's uh you know the other the other midfielders who came on of course uh well midfielder uh harvey elliott and uh, and and james milner um james milner i thought was unbelievable it was vintage james milner in my opinion what did you make of him nigel um you want to go down you want to go out on the field and you want somebody who's there going and in battle with you and backs to the wall james milner he's just Keeps going and going and going and going. The, the legs might be gone slightly, but he just won't give up. He won't let himself give up. So that's, he's, that's the winner. He's, he's deceptively silky as well. Did you not notice, Nigel, a couple of silky passes that he made? He always had that. He always had that yeah. ability to pass the ball. You know what I mean? Because he, he, like, the thing about Milner is where he plays now. And doing the things like that Neymar tackle against Barcelona or against PSG a few years ago, but you got to remember James Milner played as a winger. Mm-hmm. James Milner is not is not a, a, a midfielder who goes around stopping other teams playing. James Milner was the guy who made things tick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, creative. Obviously, yeah, creative. You know, Champions League record holder for assists. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Absolutely marvellous. Yeah. But he was everywhere. He got involved. Again, the intelligence, the decision-making that you would expect, he got it perfect. 82.1% passing accuracy. So, you know, more than Naby, more than Harvey Elliott. And uh, Alan, you can talk about you could talk about James Milner or, or move on to Harvey Elliott if you prefer. Oh, yeah, well, I agree with you about James. You know what you're going to get off James. What what better player to bring on in, in a situation like that? Um, he's a fantastic player. Um, as for Harvey, I I felt sorry for Harvey because yeah. when he came on, we we had lost midfield, so he yeah. he spent most of his game running around trying to defend, and he didn't get his chances uh, to affect things up up mm-hmm. up front more. But he he worked his heart out. He worked hard. Yeah. He did everything. Yeah. You know. Even though I said already we've lost, we lost in midfield today, but it wasn't from lack of trying. Just Chelsea just played better in yeah. midfield, and yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Harvey did nothing wrong. James did nothing wrong. Just it's just one of those days. But yeah. we stayed we stayed in the fight. That was the main thing. Absolutely. Well, I, I think uh, you know, kudos for his penalty. Um, Great I was, I was, I was, I was delighted. Because when you're 18 years old, when you made your, you know, like James Milner made his his professional debut two years before Harvey Elliott was born, and mm-hmm. to, so to be that that young, that much of a you know a a, a, a wee chick in the yeah. aviary of life, and to miss a penalty in a final could really hurt you, yeah. you know your your development. But he nailed it, absolutely nailed it, absolutely. and it was. Brilliant to see, great to see his celebration. What yes. joy to see him to see him Fantastic. getting that one in. Fantastic. That's exactly. That's, I, you took the words out of my mouth. The, the celebration. It's yeah. it's like Nigel said earlier on. Players get get our team, get our fans. Harvey's a Liverpool fan all his life, and yeah, he, he just celebrated the same way we did. Fantastic. Fantastic yeah, penalty. Yeah. Another one who gets it, Nigel. You were talking about how Tiago yeah, really yeah. gets the club. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Harvey, 100%. Totally excellent. All right, well, let's move into the, the attack. He said Sadio Mane, he looked really annoyed being taken off, yeah. but I think it was the right move in the end uh, because he was he, typical Sadio Mane performance at times. Um, you know, just kick the ball into touch for no reason. Um, at times, absolutely skinning some of the best defenders in the world, yeah. almost scoring. He would have scored had it not been for the fabulous save by Mendy. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's just dangerous. He's, he's an enigma. He's a danger. But most of all, he's a legend. He's a legend of Liverpool. I love him. He's a lovely winger. Yeah. So, Nigel, do you agree with me? Because I don't think enough people are talking about how Mane needs to sign an extension as well. Absolutely, as, absolutely. Um, absolutely love the guy. Great player. He's he's such an honest player. 
You know, he he just runs and runs and runs and runs. When he scored that penalty in the Afcon, and his team won, like I was disappointed for Mo, but I was delighted for Sadio as well. You know, he's just he's that kind of a guy. He's just hundred percent whole heart in the game, and in 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 for the club as well. Just he wants to give everything, and when he hasn't, when he gets taken off, it's more disappointing in himself, I think, than than you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that it hasn't really happened the, today. Yeah, I mean, and what do you make of him, uh, Nigel, in the in the nine as you know, central striker, sort of or false nine, dropping deep occasionally? What did you make? What do you make of him in that position? I I like it, you know, I do. Oh yeah, it, it works. I think I actually prefer him coming off the left, but. Um, it does work, but you've got to be able to, to to give him a little bit of service as well. I think you've got to be able to get somebody like Thiago, who's going to play the ball into the channels and let him run onto him. That's uh, he, there's no point in trying to put balls in high to Sadio. He's decent in the air, but you don't know whether it's going to come off his nose, his forehead, his shoulder, his ear. It could come <laughs> off anywhere. He doesn't know either. So I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but he's good. He's got a he's got a great spring. Oh, yeah, he's got a great leap. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, just what do you think? Of, what do you think of him in the middle? As Dave joins the chat. Hello, Dave from Dave's LFC chat. He just says simply, "Get the fuck in, Reds." Excellent stuff. And uh, Gary Richards one before King Kelleher. We're all celebrating. We're celebrating all around the world today. Uh, in the Alps, they're celebrating. In the Himalayas, they're celebrating. In the Sahara, they're celebrating. This is absolutely beautiful stuff. Um, you know, it's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. Alan, what do you make of Sadio Mane in the night? Yeah, I like him there. Um, I, I, you know, I think maybe his days of, of being fast out in the left wing are probably catching up with him. Um, he can still do a great job there, but Diaz is going to be the player there now in future. So I can see, see Sadio playing in the midfield a lot more. It, I think he can play anywhere. He, like I said, he's one of those players. He just gives 100%. Yeah. And I love when he gets taken off and is angry because I want to see yeah. my players angry coming off. Angry, um, absolutely. Angry, Definitely. yeah. yeah. Not, not giving out to the boss or anything, just, just angry because yeah. he wants to play. And I think I, I know I think I know why Klopp took him off because Diaz was doing so great in the left, but yep. obviously f- five minutes later Diaz, uh, I think, looked like he hurt his hamstring uh, at the end line. So then it kind of took away from, from you know, if that happened five minutes later or earlier, he wouldn't have took Sadie off. I don't think. Yep. But um, yeah, I like him. I like him in the nine there. Yeah, let's hope Luis Diaz is okay. I didn't realise that he was clutching his hamstring, was he? Yeah, he kind of went for stretched for a ball at the at the end line, and he just seemed to limp a bit after it and hold his hamstring. And he did. He wasn't bad, but he just he was a bit tender and, and didn't didn't take any chance. It just no, took yeah. him took him off fairly quick. Okay. Well, we've got we've got two games next week, lads. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We're we're playing Norwich on Wednesday night, and we're playing West Ham on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, okay. So Norwich in the cup is going to be a, going to be a, be a reserve bit, uh, team. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Maybe. I think so. I think so. Mm. Some of them, anyway. Yeah, but okay. we've we, 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 got we, to be. Uh huh. Go on. Sorry. There's got to be a little bit. Of, there's got to be a little bit of looking forward as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So yeah, right, right decision. Hopefully, a precaution to take him off. Absolutely. I mean, let's talk about him though, Luis Diaz. I mean, he was. Um, one of the best players on the pitch was he the was he probably the best attacker on the pitch in terms of performance? Uh, he was know, ours. I mean, Havertz was good. Yeah, um, was. Havertz was causing problems, but I thought Luis Diaz was causing all manner of problems to yeah. all manner of defenders. It doesn't matter who they put up against him, you know, whether it was Rhys oh, James, yeah. Aspinacueta, Chaloba, yeah. um, anyone. You know, he was sort of I don't know. They 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 were like chasing shadows, weren't they? I don't know. Yeah, Oh, come he's on, a, Alan. He's a, sorry, he's, he's he's a joy to watch. Just yeah. he's just he's magic. He like I think I said on the last podcast on, he's a mix between Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, and Suarez. Yeah, he yeah. has he has the talent of all of them. Yeah, yeah he, well, you know, he just so. oh, he's electric. And again, sorry to labour on the point, but like I just said earlier on, he gets us. Yeah, from 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 day yeah. one, he's he's a three weeks in, 
Yeah, he's in <laughs> three weeks. Like, three weeks he's been at the club. Yeah, you think he was at us for years. Yeah. It's brilliant, yeah. and he's so exciting yeah. to watch. He, when he gets the ball, he just gives you that little yeah. tingle in your heart, that little dart. Just yeah, uh, I love him. The, I love him. I think he's going to be thing, yeah. super. Yeah, yeah, as far as thing. As far as yeah, yeah. He's the first player right. that, I, that I've seen. Like I'm forty odd years following Liverpool, and is it long times as the player did that to me? Like Suarez was the last, and Gerard so quickly, that. Yeah. so quickly. Yeah. You know, I mean, so quickly. You know, yeah. I was. I was having a discussion the other day with uh, a work colleague of mine about uh, what what team we could pick. And I said to him, I played Diaz for the simple reason that one of their main outlets for attacking is Aspilicueta. I want yes. him to go down and push Aspilicueta back and not let him out. And he did. Hmm. I thought yeah, I thought he was our I thought he was our best outfield player by an absolute street. He was fantastic. Very good, yeah. Yeah, it, it, totally brilliant. And yeah, he's got that sort of fighting spirit. He was he's from um the YU people, W-A-Y-W, uh the tribe. Um and uh it's fascinating if you look in look at the YU people. Um, you know, very spiritual people, um, believe in multiple deities, and the most important is Maliwa. Uh, who is the creator of the Wayu people. So, you know, with all respect, uh, you know, to Maliwa, thank you for creating Luis Diaz, because yeah. uh, he's uh, he's a marvel. We love him. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, Mo Salah, Mo Salah, running down the wind, uh, running into trouble more often than not, but still managing to get five shots off, which is quite, yeah. quite amazing, really. Sadio Mane, by the way, who I didn't mention, had four key passes, which is the most by a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No one, uh, oh, sorry, of our attackers. Trent managed six. Okay. Sadio managed four, which is very important, I think, in terms of it as a creative number nine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Mo Salah, only one key pass. And there were times when he looked like he was trying too hard, maybe. Like, I don't know. What do you think, Alan? Yeah, I I, I was thinking that, um, particularly near the end, I was thinking he's, he's just, he's kind of starved of service. He hasn't got much balls and, and he's trying too much now. He was trying to win it on his own, say, in the last 10, 15 minutes in particular. But um, but he was just like you said earlier on. He was just marked so well. Like, yeah, did Chelsea did that to him in their last two games as well? That they just they know he's a danger to mark him, to mm-hmm. double up on him, triple up on him sometimes. Yeah. So he he's always a threat and he's a great player. Like, it was kind of hard from there today. But yeah, I agree with you. He was trying yeah. too hard near the end, trying to get that spectacular goal. That yeah. Um, but compare, the, compare it to a slightly compare most Salah to a slightly topical issue. As far as I'm concerned, with this double and tripling up, it's like teams uh, in, during the war in no man's land put a load of barbed wire to try and stop. Well, these players are extra barbed wire to try and stop him getting at them. Yeah, because yeah, they know yeah, what it's really is. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they. You know, they, they have nightmares in their bunkers. Uh, the, the nights before, night before the match. Um, but yeah, uh, but uh, there you go. And then uh, Devok came on. Um, hundred percent passing accuracy. Um, I think maybe because he only had one pass. Um, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't to be for him on the pitch. Um, he had that one moment when Trent played the perfect pass. Did you see right at the death? Yeah. Trent played the perfect pass, and it looked like the defender was going. I thought the defender was going to get it. Um, Divock thought the defender was going to get it, um, but it, he missed it. And if Divock had just swung a leg. It could, we could be talking about yet another fairy tale, but we can't be greedy, can we? You can't do it all the time. He nailed his penalty, um, absolutely, Divock. And uh, what a what a guy! What a guy, uh, Nigel! Fantastic, exactly. That's that's it's what, what about all you can say. What a guy! Look, it's it's like people have been saying, like Stevie G, King Kenny, Divock, 20 years time. Passes. Eight passes it was. Eight out of eight. A hundred percent passing accuracy in the melee of a final. Cool as Might be a slight exaggeration. You wouldn't name, but Divock, <laughs> Divock. He's Big done it for us. Yeah, totally. Totally. No, no. I think you're right. We're going to remember him for the rest of our lives. Oh, absolutely. That goal against Everton in the 96th minute. And the goal in the yes. Champions League final. And the goal against Barcelona. Absolutely. Simple. 
And today, I, I'm going to remember his penalty and, and you know, the way, yeah. I don't know, he's, he's, he's an icon. He's an icon. He's an icon, yeah, yeah definitely. Can't, 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 disagree, can't disagree with that. And Sim, uh, the, quite quite similar to uh, quite similar to Kelleher, he just he doesn't get phased. Yeah, he, he's just calm, cool. Yeah. Another guy I could compare him to as well, who yeah. had, didn't have the best of luck with the team he played with, um, and still he won a trophy with us. But God, he could have won so much more. Is Dirk Kout? Oh, I'd miss Dirk I, today. Yeah. I love yeah. I love Dirk Kout. I always had loved oh, Dirk Kout. Yeah. He just he was he was so unlucky with the, with the team that he played with. That yeah. you know we had Gerrard and we had Dirk Kout and we had Carragher and we had Suarez and we had Sturridge. But you know, other than yeah. that, kind of it was a kind of yeah. You felt sorry yeah. for those guys. Yeah, we had stocking further apart from that, didn't we? <laughs> or not even not even like a, we had stocking stock- the shit in the face on. Well, there you go. There you go. That was it. Much more poetically put. Thank you. Uh, um, uh, Yeah. No, but, uh, you know, I I miss, I wanted, I wanted Dirk Kout to come on. I think Klopp with Kout. Imagine that. That would have been amazing. Uh, But, uh, you know, in the end, I mean, he brought on Diogo Jota. He's working wonders with Diogo Jota as well. 77.8% passing accuracy from nine passes. So obviously he missed a couple of his passes. Uh, Diogo, he hassled well. Uh, I thought he hassled and harried well, and that's an important thing to do. Uh, but it wasn't wasn't his day either, apart from the penalty, because everyone scored a penalty. It's so satisfying yeah. that every single person on the pitch <laughs> scored a penalty. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I God, can't you, believe it. I remember the days when penalties, you'd be lucky to see the full five penalties taken. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like now, now the last couple of years, penalty taken is... Uh, it's normally down to a mistake, you know. Like, yeah. how many times now do you see 10, 11 players taking penalties? It's, it's amazing. It, it's yep. amazing. I think Fergus has joined us. Is that is it? Is your mic working, Fergus? If you want to say hello, I don't know. Oh, maybe not. Okay, we don't have Fergus for the moment because his his mic's not working. Uh, but okay, never mind. Okay, well, well, there you go. We had an icon of Fergus appearing on on the YouTube, uh, but uh, there you go. Um, his mic is not working. So, okay. Um, yeah, so uh, and the last person who we didn't talk about was was Konate. Ibu came on, and he was there to to fight Lukaku, basically. He was there to, <laughs> to protect against the runners in behind, the pace of Werner, and the, you know, muscle... Of Lukaku, and despite the ref's best efforts to give fouls against him every single time, um, you know, I thought Ibu was was very, very good. I thought he was strong, he was quick, he was composed, and uh, he had uh, 74.1% passing accuracy, so he could have been better as well. But I thought he was uh, he was very, very good. What did you make of him, Nigel? Yeah, I thought he doesn't put any feet wrong, does he? He just comes in and he does a, he does this, this simple job. Solid player, twenty two years old, one for the future, one for now, one for the future. Yeah, I mean there was that one that um, actually went in that was just offside. Remember Lukaku? That was one thing. Maybe he could have done a bit better there, Alan. What did what did you think of Konate? Yeah, I think I I'd have mixed feelings about him today. He, he did he did like you said he did he was trying to do that job on Lukaku. Um, but yeah, I thought he was cut out for that, and um, one or two times uh, he frightened the heart out of me. All right, but overall he did very good. Um, yeah. But I also just think we 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 missed Matip running forward a bit, which I think put more pressure on us at the back because you know sometimes people forget if Matip gets the ball and runs forward twenty thirty yards, two or two of their players have to move to come to Matip and freeze up. the the forwards or the midfield more so uh, just for that reason I was sorry to see Matip go off really but yeah Ibu did nothing wrong he, he got away with that one and he's going to, you he's think go- defensively we, 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 we benefited from having Ibu because he was much fresher than Matip you know against the two two pacey guys that, that Tommy T had, had brought on oh yeah probably re- yeah really probably agree with that yeah but um yeah, it's hard. I see. I see. Ibu is going to be one of the best centre backs in the world in another two, three years. Yeah. And 
every game he gets like this help from and brings him on. And he sure loves a battle. And yeah. he had a battle with Lukaku, so that was good. It was fun to watch. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it very much. Um, we'll just see if we can bring Fergus back in. We'll try again. Um, Fergus, your mic is muted, maybe. It's not going to work. There you go. Uh, so, yes. Hi, Owen. Yes, I'm on. Yay. All right, Fergus. You're with us. Excellent timing. We're about 50 minutes in, which is excellent. How, <laughs> how, how are you? Are you, are you, are you, I don't know, were you just downing a bottle of tequila to celebrate? Well, I did just have to open a nice bottle of Alentejo sparkling wine to, uh, wow. even though it's a Sunday night, I'm, uh, I'm allowing myself the luxury because of the victory. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Did you, think, did you think that you would care about the League Cup so much? Well, it's one of those trophies you have the luxury of not caring if you lose or pretending and saying you didn't care. It wasn't a big trophy anyway, but if you win, you can enjoy it, you know? So that's... Uh, that's how it is. And uh, yeah, so f- fabulous game overall. I don't, obviously, I've missed what you guys have been discussing. I've got two young kids, so a lot of the time it's like, you know, depends on, on uh, like depending on the weather, you know, how, how are they going to be? Are they going to be in bed in time? All of that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, yeah, just overall reaction, fabulous game. Um, either side could have won. Um we played really well. Um, obviously, we missed a few chances. Both go- goalkeepers were excellent. Chelsea played really well. Very tough opposition. And, um, you know, it's Sod's Law, isn't it, for uh, Tommy Tuchel. It's, lo- it's, it's, really, it's really, we can be quite smug when you can see the opposition manager trying to be a bit clever, you know. And uh, obviously, Tommy T was thinking that the glory would partly be his if he made the smart decision of bringing on Kepa and he wins it with a penalty, but he's got to take it the other way around as well, you know. And it, you know, it was it was him who missed the penalty. I thought Quivin Kelleher did brilliant during the game, but he, he went almost the wrong way for every penalty that they took. <laughs> yeah. So I think he's got to uh, work on his penalty saving, but otherwise he was excellent. So yeah, uh, very entertaining match. Obviously quite tense. Uh, very good. We're a bit wild and loose now with Luis Diaz on the left, so. Kind of hard to know what to predict. A big loss of Thiago before the game. Um, Nabi was, you know, I suppose six out of ten. Lucky to stay on. Uh, but it, the tackle looked much worse than slow motion. And it wasn't uh, wasn't at all meant. meant. Oh, that, so they were claiming an, an elbow. Arm. Oh, yeah, that was nonsense. Yeah, we yeah. haven't actually spoken about that because, yeah, there's nothing yeah. really to talk about. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But uh, no, it was it was great. It was great, and so uh, there you go. You're celebrating with your sparkling wine. Um, I yes, do want to talk about Chelsea. So, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm just going to check. I, well, I can see Irish Red One is on, and is that Alan, uh, the, the, the other Irishman? Yeah, and Alan. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We've got Nigel. So and we've got three Irishmen and a Welshman today. Wow. There you go. Three Irishmen and a Welshman. Yeah, exactly. We're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> So Great. well, uh, I want to talk. I want to. I want to pick you guys' brain, okay, about this one because the big news from yesterday, yesterday, that we haven't seen the repercussions of is, is that Abramovich has gone. Now I know that the, most of it is most of what we've been talking about is all about the glory of Liverpool today, but I honestly think like there are there are there are two ways that this can go. Either it's like any kind of you know offshore. Uh, tax avoidance scheme that you care to mention and he's going to stay in the shadows and he's going to stay investing in it and nothing will really change it's just officially it won't be his club or as I was thinking today what's the point of him spending all of his money on Chelsea these days anyway like is there a world in which, uh, Alan, I'm going to ask you about this, in which Abramovich is actually gone from Chelsea, or is it all just a smokescreen? No, I don't think he's gone. I think it's it's smokescreen. It's it's done for... It's, it's probably done in the best interest of the club at the moment. But, um, you know, I, politics and sport, I don't think mix, because, you know, I know it's terrible... Uh, Putin and Russia are the bad guys now all of a sudden, but nobody's talking about Saudi Arabia bombing Yemen all week, you know, so personally, I think that we should stay away from politics and sports. 
It's difficult. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a difficult situation. Yeah, to talk, it's difficult to talk about politics at any time, and uh, you know, just uh, everyone's, you know, obviously, but as you say, like my, I don't know, I'm I'm a personally, I'm a I'm a militant pacifist, so my heart goes out to anyone who wants peace, and it doesn't go out to people who want war. So I think Putin, I don't know if he wants war. Uh, they can just uh, hunt him down or whatever. Steal Abramovich's cell phone and find his number. Give him a call. Find out where he is, um, and uh, send the boys or whatever. Because I don't know. We're not going to get too much into politics, of course not. But let's talk about footy and 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 Chelsea. What do you think, Nigel? Is it, do you reckon? Because if he's if he's going to stay in the shadows and Alan's saying nothing much is going to change, then um, why? Like, what's his motivation? You know, because I don't know. Perfect. What do you think, Nigel? Perfect. No, I think that this Abramovich has done it for the best interest of the club. This is to stop sanctions and to stop Chelsea being stripped of assets. It's as simple as that. He's gone there. He's he's the puppet master. He's going to be there dang, playing with the strings out of shot. He said he gave it to the he gave it to the shareholders. Who's the shareholders? His son, or whoever. Well, well the board of trustees. I did look at look it up. Actually, it's just uh, there are a few people, but it's like uh, yeah, it's uh, basically his mates. Um, a Abramovich. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, but uh, but no, I but the thing is right. If you believe what you know, what what. You know, it's quite an interesting story as to why he bought Chelsea in the first place. There was someone who was um, an ex-minister who was one of my old students many years ago in the Czech Republic, who said that Abramovich was part of this, um, you know, new capitalist, um, you know, um, basically they they bought up all the gas and oil and natural resources and he made his millions from that. Um, and he was put... It's a really long and complicated story I don't want to get into. But basically, he may have bought Chelsea in order to have a public profile to make him harder to assassinate. Um, now he's done that. I just wonder if there's even a point in him continuing. I don't know. Am I just getting embroiled up in these wild conspiracy theory nonsense? Alan's nodding his head. Uh, what do you think, Fergus? Uh, yeah, very interesting. Um, I agree with what Nigel says. I, it is an interesting question, and we can touch on it because it's a fascinating topic. Um, Nigel, absolutely right. He's done it to distance himself from um, from um, sanctions, make it look as if uh, Chelsea is now controlled by a trust. But we know that that trust, that there's a board of trustees, but then underneath that board of trustees, uh, the ownership I'm sure remains the same, or maybe he has to transfer it as as uh, Nigel suggested into the name of, you know, his son or his, <clears throat> you know, someone who doesn't exist at all. But yeah, that, that's exactly he, he he's taken a he's taken um, um, what's the what's the word when you take preemptive? He's taken preemptive action to, you know, if you're if you're a rich and powerful person, you always want to be the one in control so that you don't have to be. Um, you know, d later on covering your tracks or, or reacting later on. So as a powerful person, he's taken preemptive action to slightly remove himself, slightly step back from Chelsea and pretend that uh, he's not really running it. Whether he does continue to want to run it in the future, I suppose it's also an asset, you know, th these guys are multi-billionaires and, you know, him having Chelsea is like us probably having a savings account you know, it's, mm. it's something you don't have to touch now, uh, and you just leave it there and it's fine. And pre I mean, the old days, you used to get interest in your savings account. You don't anymore. But I'm sure Ch Chelsea is an, um, is an appreciating asset. So he won't sell it unless uh, he, <clears throat> you know, unless he doubles his money, which, you know, could happen or he has to sell it. But at this moment in time, he's just trying to keep his... Um, his nose clean. And I suppose third thing that, you know, my, my particular uh, bugbear is that, unfortunately, sport and players and the public get dragged in, especially sport, because it's such a high profile thing. It gets dragged into this news agenda, you know. Um, 
you know, without getting too political, uh, Ukraine, the Ukrainian uh, American puppet government has been bombing Donbass for eight years since 2014. You know, nobody's been talking about and or supporting or or or, or tweeting, you know, links to to for charities to support the, the the women and children and the public of Donbass who were, you know, as Russian ethnic people were subject to you know, um, uh, bombing by the Ukrainian nationalist government. Of course, Russia now has moved in. Um, you, you can you can say what you will about that. But I mean, now because it's a, a news spotlight and a news agenda, everyone is being forced to comment. I mean, I don't, I don't think Klopp was asked about it, but Jordan Henderson was asked about it after the match. And it's really ridiculous. It's out of, you know, as Alan said as well, you know, no one's talking about um, Yemen. You know why? Well, why? Why aren't they being interviewed about Yemen the last eight years? It's yeah. just a, it's a, the news. You know, Owen, as a, you know, I suppose you've worked in media on and off through your life. Um, media is a spotlight. It's like that stage light in the old days when you'd be on stage, and you'd have the you'd have the floodlight on you, and media is that floodlight, and it's on a certain event or a certain um, scene, and then it, then then the floodlight on that stage moves to another scene. And we're all expected to follow whatever is in the floodlight. But really, that, there's an agenda of, of all of those people who own the media and all of those um, rich people um, who, who, who want to uh, promote whatever it is they're promoting, usually bad. Anyway, that's well, my, uh, my take. <laughs> well said, well said, Fergus. Well said, Thank yeah. So, can I just make an observation transfer-wise on Chelsea when you were talking about Abramovich getting yes. assassinated earlier on? Did he sign Lukaku twice and Timo Werner because they can't shoot straight? <laughs> <laughs> Good man, Nigel, breaking the ice. <laughs> yeah. Excellent stuff. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I mean, why is investments? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, all right, let's go on to back to the joy, back to the joy, because we've won, we've won the League Cup. It's, 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 yeah. it's a joyous and wonderful time. I mean, People say that, you know, winning a trophy, it's Diogo Jota's first, uh, Luis Diaz's first with the club um, and other people as well, Harvey Elliott, of course. Um, you know, it, it, it can spur on this team to greater things. Now, Manchester City, they've had some very dodgy penalty decisions go in go their way in the last two matches. Uh, and Liverpool had... I don't know, we can talk about the refs all day, but Liverpool have not had as much luck with refs. Let's just put it that way. Um, So City is still the favourites, Nigel, and and, and Liverpool is still in terms of the league, and we're just still playing catch-up, and we we can just relax, play our game, and see what happens. Yeah, Yeah. just keep going. Just keep going. Game at a time. Keep going. Keep winning. Put the pressure on them. We've got to play them. We've we've got our tails up. We've got our tails up now, absolutely. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We've got our tails up. We're playing well. Like they, they cannot keep getting decisions like this. That was an absolute farce yesterday again. Like time after time after time, it's like Abramovich has the best referees money can buy. There is absolutely no doubt. He's bought these guys, <laughs> or not Abramovich? The, the, oh. the oil money, the sheik money. Abramovich yes. has done enough for that as well. Um, yes. We there's there's a look. Is there any? I've said this before to a few people. Is there any? Uh, oh, what's the oh God? Uh, the media is based in London and Manchester, basically. The UK media is based in London and Manchester. Uh-huh. Is there any? Uh, oh God, what's the word? Bias? Any? Any? any uh, diversity? Diversity? No, no, not diversity. Um, coincidence. Is there any? Oh, is okay. it any coincidence? Sorry. Yeah. Is there any? Co- is it any coincidence that these decisions come for kind of mostly London and Manchester teams? And I, I, I don't think so. I think it's the PGMOL themselves. I mean, well, the majority, well. the majority of the referees actually have ties to Manchester. Like they do. Literally, those, they those have two ties. They definitely they were do. Born there. <laughs> they have family there, and 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 it's ridiculous because even if you say and you actually genuinely believe that you don't have any bias, 
then it's it, it's not true. You're kidding yourself because everybody woman has bias. We all have them. Well, um, I'll take this conspiracy well one step further in that in England there's uh, I don't know if I necessarily believe this, but my brother says it to me, and and, and he's usually pretty insightful. Uh, we we all know in England there's a racist attitude towards Scousers. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah, so anyone anyone who's from outside Liverpool, especially from the south coast and Manchester, they're pretty happy to discriminate against Scousers, and you know it's kind of par for the course for being English that you that uh, you, you, and Scousers themselves they know it, and that's why most of them don't support the England team. We all know that. the national anthem today. Yeah, that was that was, that that was, was good. Amazing. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I <laughs> really enjoyed that. It's great to hear people singing over the British national anthem. Sorry to say, but anyway, uh, no, if that offends anyone. Uh, no, but, I um, think it's fine because you know yeah. the, the 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 government, the British government, has just screwed Liverpool, the city, over so many. It's times. It screwed their own people so many times, and the royalty. I mean, yeah. we're getting off topic here, but what's the royalty ever done for Britain apart from attract a few tourists? Well, yes, exactly. But no, we, we, we're going we're gonna to stick with what we can win, what we can control, but well, we can't control. We're just the yes. fans. But what we can but, enjoy, uh, I, I, in, in, terms of, in terms of referees, Owen and, and Nigel, what I would say is I think it's mostly down to incompetence. There might be some, uh, yeah. some biases in there, but really the PGMOL is Mike Riley and his mates. We do have the worst referees in Europe. It's on record because yep. none of them are ever invited to officiate at European and World Cups, European Championships. So... You know, I think it's really just uh, incompetence. And City yeah. are rattled. You could see by Pep's reaction yesterday, City are really rattled, as Absolutely. Nigel was saying. We just got to keep going. They're rattled. Pep hates it. He, he's one of these guys who, who likes to be stress-free when he's coasting. But as soon as anyone's on his tail, you can see uh, that uh, he's really rattled. So we'll keep going. We're on the trail of four trophies. We've got one under the belt now. It was touch and go, really. But, uh, you know, winners, we won it. So, um yeah, let, let's let's keep going and see what we can do next. I, I, I would be disappointed now if we don't win the league. Wow! Yeah. There you go. Yeah, how how are you feeling about it, Alan? I saw you on mute there, Alan. Yeah, you on mute there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I think it was great that we won it. I think. Um, I do think. I, I also think we're going to push on and win the league now. Yeah, I, I think the other the other thing about winning it, like. It's great to win this cup, uh, but it's more what would happen if we lost it. You know, so it yeah. it, it, it exactly. can it can work it can work both ways for you. If you lose it, you can get angry and channel your anger and play better. But also, you can lose it and fall apart. So I think it's a big stepping stone for us. Um, Fergus is right there. Pep, you can see Pep starting to crack a little bit. He's rattled, done it before. definitely rattled. Yeah, definitely rattled. And like we just keep winning our games, and yeah. we, we we can catch them. And I think if anyone, if anyone can overtake City, it's Liverpool. And yeah, it's only Liverpool. Close. Yeah, apart from that refereeing decisions last night, yeah. uh, Everton nearly Everton should have got a point there last night. Really, like what's so, the odds? Yeah. When, what's the odds when we play City, we get one of those two last night from last night or both? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, but <laughs> we'll beat the them on the pitch. But uh, yeah, we'll beat yeah. them on the pitch. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I mean, our next well, game, our games, we've got Norwich in the FA Cup. Um, we've got West Ham United at home. We've got Inter Milan at home. Then Brighton away, Arsenal away, Manchester United at home. And that's between now and the 20th of March. It's tons of games. Um, they sound pretty difficult. But for this team, I think pretty much anything is possible. So yeah. we'll keep going. We're going to keep this positivity, this bounce. And um, I want to thank you very much, gentlemen, for, for, for joining me because it's been so nice to revel in this Quivy Kelleher, Kelleher the King. Um, it's been an absolute joy. So thanks, Alan. Thanks, uh, Nigel. And thank you, Fergus. It's been a real joy talking to you all. Thank you. And yeah, speak to you soon. Going to watch yes. Jorgen Klopp dance. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice, lads. Thanks, lads.